Welcome to the King's Healing Room Podcast, where we are a kingdom ministry with a global presence, where the executive pastor is Elder Yulon Jones, and the senior pastor is Bishop Brian K. Hill Sr. We are located at 722 West Manlia Street, East Syracuse, New York, at the Guest House. All are welcome. Right now, Hallelujah. amen. So I have a very, 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 very exciting, um, but yet challenging word on today. Amen. What's amen. in your way? Amen. What is in your way? Amen. What is in your way? Amen. Glory to God. My name is Carlene Marie Lacey. Amen. amen. And God has chosen me on today. Didn't want to, but he chose me to deliver this message to you. So I pray that you all sup up, get your Bible, because we're going to do some turning within the scripture. But I can promise you, I can assure you that the table has been set. God is present. He is in the place. How do I know I brought him with me? Amen. Glory to God. I didn't have to pull on the left or the right. He came here with me right now. Glory to God. Amen. So let us bow, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Mm. My prayer on today is that you take me past the outer court into the holy of holies. That you remove me from the crowds and that you put me front and center so that I can sup with you face to face on today. On this day, I decree and declare that my brothers and sisters who are struggling to receive nourishment from your word, I ask that you remove any and all impurities that will inhibit and prohibit the effectiveness of this word reaching the hearts and the minds of your people. Cleanse my lips, O God, that I may speak clearly, and I yield to you, O Lord, so that your purpose is divinely fulfilled. I thank you. I thank you in your name, O God, for allowing me the opportunity to share our personal discussion. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let your word fall upon good ground. Good ground that it might produce fruit a hundred 500, 5 million fold in the name of Jesus. Yes. Fruit that will be visible to all. My God. And yeah. Father God, please, right now, in the name of Jesus, bless your people. Amen. Build us, anoint us to be effective in advancing the purpose and the vision of your kingdom. Amen. I willingly subject myself and decrease that you might increase. Hide me. Remove all distractions in the name of Jesus. It is written that your word will not return void. It shall accomplish its purpose. So bless and not curse. Bless the prince of this house and all those who are in their respective places. Bless them and bless them indeed. Bless the parishioners and all of them who are out in social media, God. Bless my brothers and my sisters in the name of Jesus. I thank you already because I know that he is the truth and he is the life and he is in and living in me. I thank you so much on today. Let us move into the rhema word that God has set. And I ask and I pose the question to you all. What is in your way? 
Now, I'm a person that you can go ahead and you can respond, all right? You can respond because that is the energy that continues to have this dialogue. Yes. What is in your way? My and God. <laughs> I'll start out by saying that we are going to look through this passage. We're going to skim over. If anyone had a jet ski, when you're in a jet ski, you skim over the water, right? Yes. And you start to go faster and faster. And if you're not skillful, you'll fall off. <laughs> yeah. Amen? But if you are skillful, then you can skip and skim over that word, and you can draw out of it what you need right now for that circumstance that you are dealing with. So we're going to skim over some passages in the Lord, and we will get a word for this season. I don't know about you, but I'm already supped up to the table, ready to eat. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So we're going to look through the lenses of several characters who have Lord. left on record their perspective of what is in the way. What is in their way. And the first one we're going to look at is a young man called Doubting Thomas. And we're going to look at him through the lens of John 14, verses 5 and 7. And what was in his way is the fear of the unknown. Yes. So it yes. starts out that says, Lord, said Thomas, we do not know where we're going. We're not, we don't know where you're going. So how can we know the way? And Jesus yet answered, I am the way. The truth and the life. Amen. No one comes to the Father except through me. Y'all like my God voice? <laughs> Y'all like my God voice on today? I practice that. <laughs> if thou had known me, you would know my Father as well. Yes. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Amen. That was... Five through seven. That's good. So, beloved, be mindful that God will not always tell you every detail at the beginning. He's not going to always tell you, this is where we're going, this is what we're going to do, this is um, what you're going to expect. I know that there are some parents out there that do that so that they can prepare their children for transition, to walk through, and so that person can have an understanding and gain confidence. But sometimes that's not what God does. Sometimes he just gives you the starting points. Sometimes he just gives you, this is where I want you to go. And yeah. in those times, it is the spirit of trust. It is that now faith that says that God has told me to do this, and I don't have to know how he's going to make it all up. I just have to trust that God is who he is, and he'll give me the next step at the time when I need it. Amen? Because yeah. that is actually the true Thing of trust is knowing that when you need that next meal, that like a baby, they ain't looking to go to a store. They're not looking to go to go and make it. They're saying, right now, I'm hungry. I need that meal. Amen? Amen. Yes. So God will give us a right now instruction for a year later, a two years later, three years later, and we're contemplating contemplating on how are we going to do this Amen. God has given us a prophecy and we're saying well how we are asking too much at the wrong time Amen. he said go get the moving he's going to give you when you take that first step where you're going if he is likened to a Google or a MapQuest 
You know the destination. He's already told you what the destination is. He's yes. going to give you the space of how to get there, and he's going to say, enjoy the trip. Don't be like me. If I'm traveling from here to Atlanta, I want to go straight there. Mm -hmm. What I've learned from my husband, men, is to enjoy the trip, to stop at this mall, stop at this, stop at the gas station, have something to eat, and I'm like, good grief, it's going <laughs> to take on. us forever to get there. <laughs> so, but I've learned from him and his family to fellowship, the art of fellowshipping on the journey. All right now. But me, I'm a straight now person. I drive 16 hours straight. Tra gas, bathroom, we're there. And we're there on time. But God don't, want, God don't work that way all the time. Amen, amen. He comes to give us a balanced perspective, knowing that there's times where we have to pivot. There's times we have to be flexible because everything is not going to work out how we think it should work out. I told you today that this day is not working out how I imagined it in my mind. Amen. But God. Amen. But God. Amen. And when you are flexible, when you have the ability to pivot, when you have no and say, Lord, release, decrease me that you might get your way and your will, Amen. then we become like water. We become fluid. We become like the greatest asset that exists. Water, as we know, fills up 90-something percent of our body. But there's another key fact. While water is nourishing us inside our body, water is the strongest yet most fluid element on earth. Because water, unlike sand, unlike tar, unlike rocks, water can get into any single crevice. Yes. and make its way. Yep. If there's something that does not exist, water can make its crevices yep. and make a way to find what it needs. Yep. Another thing about water, as he is describing, when there is a desert, water can, be, can have a smell. Animals can smell water and go right to where it is. Water can yes. make its way through the hardest places and make a crevice. Water, those who are homeowners know, can be your friend or water can be your enemy. Yeah. Water, when you see it dripping, can share that there's a place in your life or in your home, get it? No pun intended. There's a place that needs to have addressing. Amen? It needs to be addressed. So if you see there's a leaking of water and it is causing some damage, then you might want to ask yourself, have I been in God's word today? Have I seen God's word from my situation today? We're talking about what is in your way. Amen. Amen. So if you find yourself doubting like Thomas did, if you find yourself asking that question, Lord, I don't know where you are going. If you find yourself asking that, then get into the water of the word. Allow the water of the word to seep through. Allow the water of the word to nourish that thing. Amen. Because let me tell you something. This is something where God really illuminated this week. You can read the word faithfully. And I do. You could read the word. You could study the word. But you don't put that word on that thing. Then the 
the word is no effect because you're not using it for that thing. Uh, another uh, lesson that I was taught recently is when you are fixing something, a plumber's greatest tool is, excuse me, a, a plumber's greatest asset is his tools or yes. her tools. Yes. If you need to fix something, then you can do it the hard way or you can get the right tool. What is that thing? Measure twice, cut once? Yeah. yeah. Unlike me, right. let's just cut it. <laughs> well, the word is that as well. If we get the right tool, if we study the word of God, then we can put a word on it for that specific situation to deal with that issue. And then when you have a word to deal with that issue, then you can go back to the word when that issue come up again. Because it will come up. Because the enemy knows us, and he knows the areas in which we doubt. He knows the areas which cause us to be anxious. He knows the areas that cause us to be scared, especially women with our children. Amen? So we put a word on our children, every single one of them, and they're all unique. They're all different. So put a word on each and every one of them and go back to that word when they cut enough. Amen. That was for free. Amen. 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 We learned what is in your way can be the fear of the unknown. And then another character that God showed us how to learn what was in his way is the prodigal son. Oh, I had a good time fellowshipping with the prodigal son. Ah. Oh, the prodigal son, what was in his way, and this is something of what may be in every young person's way and the young at heart, it is the desire for freedom. So we have to ask ourselves, is freedom or the desire for freedom in your way? Is it? Is it? Amen. The prodigal son, he... He, he was called the prodigal son. He was the younger son. And he went to his father with boldness. He said, listen, I, I want to go out and I want to be free. He was bold and said, give me my share. Mm -hmm. yes. I said, wait a minute, you didn't work no. for this. No. You didn't even work for this. Right. He said, give me my money now. Like J.G. Wentworth. I want my money now. <laughs> so I can go and experience the word, the world, amen? And so oftentimes when there's young people here, there, and far that have been confined in the structure of a home and or of a ministry and or of an entity, then they want to get loose and go and see what is on the other side. Yep. The prodigal son had a spirit of entitlement. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you all, but sometimes I experience uh, people who have the spirit of entitlement. Mm -hmm. And that's those people that think they don't have to do nothing. They lay down a blunder and they wake up a wonder using what you've worked for. Huh. But I know a man that has told me about the process. Glory to God. Glory to God. So they walk with a spirit of entitlement, requesting full access to their inheritance without understanding the value of what that inheritance cost. Yes. And anyone um, who has toiled and learned how to keep their assets, 
mentally, physically, emotionally, psychologically, mm -hmm. what they had to go through to earn those assets, mm -hmm. once take a step back and say, wait, and now you want full access to this, yes. but you didn't do anything to earn this? Right. We, mm -hmm. we are? No, I ain't hear no we in this. Right. <laughs> Me. Right. <laughs> right. So, um, this certain man, and this is another, oh, he was so good. This certain man had two sons. So we talked about the younger son. But let me tell you a little bit about the older son. Because that's how we learn that sometimes anger or emotions may be in our way of presenting and getting into the face of the Lord. So the older son, he was like, what? When the servants came and said, hey, guess what? Your father, your brother, your father has told me that your brother has come home. Your brother's come home. He was like, what? He was like, listen, your brother's come home. Come in here. We're going to have this fatted calf, and we're going to have a party. His brother was like, this is unacceptable. <laughs> unacceptable. How are we going to have a party? I ain't coming in. Forget this. I'm not coming in. And then we learn from this scripture that his brother had anger. Mm. And that anger kept him from coming in and enjoying the fact that his brother, who had went out and spent all the money, lived in riotous living, had come back. Now, y'all looking at me funny, but I know that you all know that if you've been in God's kingdom serving him to the fro, and there's somebody out there that is living half raggedy is getting blessed you're not gonna scratch your head and question lord uh, i'm gonna need some help what about me <laughs> and if you have it live a little longer <laughs> or have them be blessed a little bit bigger <laughs> amen you're gonna be asking them hey 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 what about me but what i learned from the older brother um and, and i'm Remember, I'm skipping through the water. There's so much in here. There's so much meat in here for us to come back to at another time. But I want to get to, the brother said to him, but as soon as your son, your son, right, has come, which have devoured thy living with harlots, and you want to come and kill the fatted calf for him? Wait a minute. He said, you didn't even kill it for me and my friends. In that same story, we learn the response of the older brother is our response, too. Amen. <laughs> it's our response as well. Right. What? Oh, my gosh. And so he said, all these years I've served you and you've never given a kid. Now, I ask God, what is the difference between a fatted calf and a kid? And the only thing that came up is the kid is a little bit skinny. It's a little bit more scrawnier than that fatty cat. So he's saying, you ain't even give me the lowest of the lows, but you're going to give him a rich fatted calf on today. He expressed his emotions, right? Oh, my gosh. Let us dig a little deeper. So researchers suggest, you know, while we walk in and while we're talking about the older brother, researchers suggest that anger is a secondary emotion. Yes. Mm. Anger yeah. is a secondary emotion. So even though he was so mad, he was like, no. 
But it says, we tend to resort to anger to protect ourselves or cover up the vulnerable feelings. Mm -hmm. So his older brother was angry, watch this, because all of that time that he wanted the attention with his father, his father was mourning over the brother that was out living riotously. So even though in his mind, he was like, oh, get to get and go on, be gone. The, we would think that the brother was happy because the young, younger brother was gone. But what the scriptures suggest is that even though the younger brother was out doing whatever he was big to do, the moment that the younger brother came to himself, came to himself in the midst of the pig's pen. Amen. He came to himself. He humbled himself. He came into right position. He said, Father, I am wrong for this, this, and this. He humbled himself. The younger brother had to deal with his issue. Amen? Because I'm here to tell all of those saints or ain'ts who have been in Christendom for so long that you don't think that you have an issue. That issue might be sitting there right underneath the surface and one act can bring it right on up to the front. Amen? He had to deal with his emotions. And let me speak a bit about emotions at this time because that might be in the way. Amen? Amen. Emotions can be in the way. Meaning that energy that is causing movement to take place in a negative way or in a positive way. Because emotions are both positive and negative. It's how you use those emotions, how you use that experience that will give you that particular result for that behavior. Mm -hmm. Oh, but I know a man. All right. Amen. Oh, but I know a man. Yes. Because ironically, in both scenarios, the father did not respond how we, let me let me back it up, how I would have responded, okay? <laughs> because I put things in order. <laughs> okay. But the father did not respond to both of them. And check this out. When you read it, excuse me for my urban vernacular, but this is how God and I was vibing when we were reading this. This is what he said. He said that when the younger brother came to himself, see, the younger brother had to be off, way off, and he, in his experience, recognized his position in the Lord. He said, wait a minute. Why am I sitting here eating all of this junk, this slop, this pig's? Why am I eating the scraps of what those who are poor and rich and poor at heart are eating when the people in my father's house eat better than this? Mm. The younger brother recognized he came to himself. He recognized his position, and he recognized that the father home in which he left was the one who provided that opportunity, so he humbled himself and went back. But the older brother, oh, excuse me, he humbled himself and went back. And then what we learned is the father, and I think about my husband about this a lot, he received them with open arms. Mm. Me, I'd be like, crucify him! They got wrong! Crucify him! Off with the head! But I love him so much. And as I was reading this, I was saying, I was like, I know, I know. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. And you doing it too. But the father, he said, yes, yes. 
Yes, one of my babies have come home. Get the fatty calf. Get this. Get this. Now, guess what? He said that because the young boy went out wanting to get some joy, wanting to get some excitement. That's what the young boy did. The irony of it is what the father did is he presented the place of excitement. He said, we got excitement here because you are here. So he, he fulfilled that desire in the young boy by having that celebration in that party. Oh, I loved it. I was like, what? So that the boy would not have to ever leave again because he knows that the joy of the Lord is his strength. He knows that where he is, there shall the party be also. Amen. He knows that the Lord offered the celebratory space. Some of us have to turn them frowns upside down to a smile so that the house in which we are in, that the joy of the Lord can be felt, yeah. not just seen. Amen. Amen. Glory amen. to God. Amen. amen. Like, amen, amen, amen. Come on now. But the older brother, whew, the older brother, he did everything right. He served his father well. Mm -hmm. He was there. He cleaned. He washed. He did whatever. Mm -hmm. But he had envy in his heart. Mm -hmm. He had discontentment in his heart. And he was right to have it. Yeah. Because the father was not paying him attention. And so that is a signal to say that sometimes in our households, in our families, in our ministries, there might be that person that needs to have your attention. There might be that person that is doing everything right. Amen. And we are overlooking them. Mm -hmm. There may be that person say, oh, I know they got it. I know they have it. And we're overlooking them. This was a notion to me is that there's some of us, there's some people who have that emotion, that secondary emotion that is just boiling underneath, under the surface. My God, and yes. God is, wants to deal with that today. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Glory Amen. to God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And what I love about the Father, what I love about him is when the servant came and told the Father that the older brother wasn't coming in because he was angry, the father did, and he set a model for me, and hopefully for you all as well. He didn't go out cussing that boy out. Come on, son, you better get in here now. Uh -huh. <laughs> he showed Carlene another way. Amen. He said, I'm going to listen to you. Come on, your brother's in here. I'm going to listen to you. And the boy, the older brother, was like, no, nah, you, and he was able to say all of what he needed. <laughs> all right, come on with emotion and the father in his kindness knew that that emotion wasn't directed towards him the father affirmed the position of the older brother Amen. he said son you have always been with me and all that i have is yours Amen. can you imagine somebody you feeling left out you feel like you didn't get the best of your, your parent, or you didn't get the best that was there. Mm -hmm. And your father, you come and you was like, look what you did to them. Kids always arguing about yeah. parent time. Yes, yes, yes. Because I sure love, 
when, when I'm waiting on a blessing, I'm like, you better get from over Sister Marie's house and get over here to me, God. <laughs> Amen, 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 because everybody knows that I'm God's favorite, right? Right? I know, I know, I know, I know, but I'm here to tell you that even though I am God's favorite, say it, Carlene's God's favorite. All right. All I need is 22 degrees. Amen. Amen. Um, I want to tell you that although I am God's favorite, and I know I am God's favorite, and there ain't nothing you can do about it, because that's what I believe. And it says that the man believes in her heart, so shall she be also. Amen. So don't hate on me. Mm -mm. I know that I am his favorite. Get it in your psyche. <laughs> I know that, but I've experienced both perspectives of the prodigal son and the older brother. Mm -hmm. And so it's from that vein that I want to tell you that my story is like your story. There's times when we walk away from the Lord and we walk away from the very inheritance that he has given us, the freedom to live in his kingdom joyfully, willfully, and without inhibitions. And we've walked away because it looks so much more daintier on the other side. It looks so much more fun. I got to be set aside and sanctified while they're over there being able to do everything. Why me, Lord? But there's times when somebody else has been blessed. And I'm like, wait a minute. What about me, God? So I ask you to reflect in your lives because I know I'm not the only one. I'm just the one that the mirror is to my life at this moment. But I learned that there's another thing that could be in the way. The other thing that could be in the way is this big old gigantic word called pride. All right, so we're going to look at the word pride, and we're going to look at that through the scripture or the lenses of the garden. Mm, my God, <laughs> yes. So it said in the beginning, bless us, sister, bless us. God made man in his image. He breathed the breath of life in man, and man became a living soul. And then he gave man an assignment. Man, he gave him an assignment. What was that assignment? Keep this garden, keep all of this garden, dress yeah. it, keep it, yeah. eat anything you want, don't eat this tree, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, don't eat this tree. Could pride get in the way? Now watch this. <laughs> so God gave the parameters of his assignment, and we all know that moment when it went awry. We all know that moment. Well, many of us know that moment when it went awry. We know that the very thing that someone tells us we can't do is the very thing that we go and do. Curiosity killed the saint. We all know that very thing, amen. We all know in our homes we have that very special ice cream mm. uh -huh. that we set aside mm. and we come back to get that ice cream because we didn't want it that day or the day after or the, even the day after that. Mm. 
And we come back and get it and it's gone. Mm. The three day rule is mm. out the door. Yeah. Whatever you have as a desire, mm. somebody else is going to like that more than you and they may go ahead and eat it. Yep. So we say right now that like Adam, we experience that as well. The very thing that God tells us not to do is the very thing that we go and do. Uh, and then, I hear you all saying right now, y'all blaming Eve. That doggone Eve, she the one that did it. She did it. She the one that gave him the fruit. We blame Eve. But I'm going to tell you, the Lord revealed something to me. And he said, might I suggest to you, that since Eve was taken from Adam's Got that rib, right. that she had the essence of Adam's desires in her. Mm -hmm. So uh -huh. may I suggest, and this is just creative license, okay? <laughs> this is creative license. Might I suggest to you today uh -huh. that it was always Adam's desire to go and eat that tree. There you go. Uh -huh. That's why he tree! Uh -huh. He ate yep. it. Yep. I'm uncovering it. It was always his desire. Yep. And that the moment that mm -hmm. that doggone opportunity came, he leaked at it. Yep. Amen. So that was creative license tells me. Tell that even though Eve might have been the visual culprit to sin, yep. Adam desired since the commandment was made. Now, I'm not hating on Adam either, because mm -hmm. I just was able to determine from Adam mm -hmm. that there might just be pride in your way. Uh -huh. Amen. Woo! Glory to God. What is keeping you from having a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus? Mm. What is keeping you from experiencing the full peace of God that he promised? Then ask yourself, what is keeping you from enjoying the wealth of God? My God. Yeah. So in closing on today, we explored several biblical examples of our brothers and our sisters and what they experienced. The fear of the unknown, the desire for freedom, emotions such as anger and or low self-esteem, etc. And then we explored it through the lens of the pride of life. However, beloved, I want you all to be encouraged because these examples are left on record for us to glean the lessons from them. Yeah. You know, just like I tell you about my experiences and the things that have happened to me, that's what the Bible does. There's stories, there's collection of people's lives that we can learn from. Yeah. And so when we think about um, the opportunity for reconciliation, we can look at it through the eyes of Dowling Thomas, mm -hmm. who had a fear of the unknown. But Jesus, our Father, was right there answering him. I am the way. I am the way. And if you want to know the Father, come to me. He's saying, come get to know me. Amen. Don't just think of me as being this person of, of judgment or this person, this person that gives everything. Come know me. Amen. Yeah. Come know what I like. And then you will be able to have that personal relationship. And then we also get the opportunity of reconciliation through the prodigal son. 
He loved his father, and his father yes. showed his unconditional love, receiving him, even though he Tying has done together. wrong. Now, some of you out there in social media world or otherwise may feel that whatever you have done, you don't deserve the opportunity to come in God's presence. And I'm here to tell you that that is a lie from the devil and the truth is not in him. Right. No matter what you have done. And that's something I'm palating on, on. on today. Yes, yes. No matter what you have yes, done, yes. even if you have contemplated killing someone, killing yourself, even if you have contemplated speaking guile or, or something on someone else, even if you have tried to do something that God did not want you to do, no matter what, you can come back to the Lord. No matter what, God is ready to receive you, to listen to you. And then with the older brother, I learned the, the art of communication is one thing that reconciliation needs. You cannot reconcile with someone else if you don't communicate. Amen? And communication Amen. is more Amen. than just words. That is how we are in our nonverbal. That's what we do when we speak, whether we smile, how our aura is. Because if anybody is like my children, they know when Carleen Marie is not happy. <laughs> and I don't have to say one word. And they know when I am joyous. Amen. Amen. And so could you... Might you be having that same nonverbal communication out there to say whether you're pleased, displeased, discouraged, or otherwise. But like the older brother knew, Father God is there to hear you. Father God is there to know that you and to validate your emotions and your feelings because they are real. Yeah. They are real. Stop yeah. telling someone to stop crying. Stop telling yeah. somebody that they what they're feeling is not value. Come stop on, telling yes. somebody yes. that their pain is not real. Yes. That yes. you should have got over it. Yes. Get over it. Yes. Stop doing that. Amen. That's a good word. Good because word. every single person, their reality is their perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So be like the father who left an example, communicate, acknowledge his feelings, and then set him in the right position. Amen? Amen. And then as for Eve, I leave them out. Amen. They were put out the garden, as you'll review. They were put out the garden, and we are the descendants of them. However, I was searching, and I said, well, Lord, you put them out the garden, they ain't come back, so they must be. Must not have a word for them, huh? <laughs> Why did you tell me to research Adam and Eve? And this is what he told me. Some scholars might believe that once God put Adam and Eve out of the garden, he put up the cherubim with the flaming swords to guard and or to keep the way. But as the Holy Spirit was speaking to me, I suggest to you on today that... He will take the foolish things to confound the wise. And so, whereas all these years I thought that he was keeping them out of the garden to keep the way, to keep them away from the tree of life, in actuality, he was giving them the signal or the roadmap back to the garden, back to the tree of life, Back to the forefather, our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. Amen? Yes. So that word 
um, the cherubim, which is that spirit that is closest to God, and the flaming sword, which is, it was said that the sword will cut asunder. So whatever is not like God can't come there. So do you have to be purified. You have to be cleansed. You have to be renewed in order to come back through. But it gives you the entryway. It gives you the map quest. It gives you the direction to come back to our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. And that is what answers the question on today. What is in your way? Amen. Yes. Is it all of those things? Or is Jesus, who has already decreed and declared that he is the way, the way, the truth, and the life. Coming to the Father has to come through him. Yes. Amen. So it's a juxtapose, it's a conundrum, because you ask yourself, what is in my way? And then God has answered you, I should be in the way. Come on. So I'm going to ask you all, all right. that if he's not in your way, get him in your way. Amen. Amen. Get him in your way. Yes. I am so grateful on yes. today uh, that Jesus wants all of us to have the tree of life. And I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for getting that out. The tree of life is there for all those to get nourished from, to eat, yes. and to be merry. Yes. And that's what Ecclesiastes 3 says. It says that everything else is meaningless without God. Yes. So, I want you all in social media Rome and all of you all who are fellowshipping with us today to eat from the tree of life, oh, yes. to get to know God as your personal Savior, yes. to welcome him in the room. Amen, 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 amen. My God. Father God, in the what name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for allowing us to speedo through the water of your word, to dip in, uh, and so that we could bring expounding revelation to very familiar passages. We thank you for the passages in Genesis where we learned about Eve and Adam. We thank you about doubting Thomas because had he not left his, his issue on record, we would not be able to learn from it. And we thank you for the prodigal son and the older son that we're able to learn from their experiences, oh God. Mm -hmm. Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus that you allow that word that was released on today to settle within the hearts and minds of your people, that they might be able to use that word for their circumstance, that it gives them the tenacity, that the taste, because it says, taste and see that the Lord is good, that it gives them the urge and the hunger to thirst for righteousness and to find their circumstance in your word. Right. And Father God, I thank you. Yes. I thank you in advance for the incredible, plumptious, lumptious, voluptuous fruit that will be seen <laughs> by all and that we will be able to say, this is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. If you enjoyed this podcast, we have three different ways that you can give. One way is using the Givelify app by downloading Givelify using your iOS or Android device and search the King's Healing Room, where you will see our senior pastor, Bishop Brian K. Hill's senior photo. 
you also can use our text to give. Here how it works. There are five steps. Step one, text give to 1-844-981-2759, which is a unique to the King's Hiller Room. Step two, you will receive a text with instructions. Step three, follow the instructions to set up a given account. Step four, text the amount you want to give and the designation. It could be a tie, offering, or general fund. In step five, you will receive a receipt via email confirming your gift. And here's the last way you can give. You can use PayPal and send your donation to tkhroffice at gmail.com. That is tkhroffice at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe to listen to more messages like the one you have heard. We are the King's Healing Room. And we are a kingdom ministry with a global presence.